and influence people in the digital world. And it's been really, really challenging this year for myself and I'm sure for many of you in the digital world where we no longer have um, the, the convenience or the privilege of rubbing shoulders with, with teammates uh, before a meeting where you go get a cup of coffee together, where you have time to say, hey, how's the family? How's it going? How are you doing? And then to walk into a meeting, get down to business, walk out of the meeting and say, hey, how did you find that? So the, the before and after is no longer there. So how do we do it in this digital world? So this is what we've been doing. So if you've never joined us before, you can listen to the podcast on Podbeam and you can rewind, rewind. <laughs> That's Marie-Pierre, how you know how old I am when you use words like rewind. Yeah rewind there you go today it's called the subject surrender the credit surrender the credit um, if you want to be successful as an entrepreneur you want to be successful as a parent with your children and now for those that don't know me i'm maria mariano it's 37 years i'm an entrepreneur mother of three children today, age 25, 27, 29. Uh, yes, Italian born for those of all, uh, for those out there that say, what's that, that accent in her English? Well, I'm from Montreal, Quebec. So it's a, you've got an Italian accent in there, accent in there with a French. And then of course, East End Montreal. What do you, what do you want me to tell you? It's called the bro, the bro end of town. Um, and those that, that know me, you know how close we are with the family, how, and I know that, that, is possible because surrendering the credit, what we'll cover today is part of that success as a parent, surrendering the credit as a leader, if you're um, in a leadership position at your work, very important, surrendering the credit. If you're in a multi-level marketing business, very important. So no matter where we are, being able to surrender credit is very, very important. So here's a few questions for you. Are we ready? Okay. Do you work as a team or do you work mainly alone? First question. So it's, it's fun if you go in the uh, comments on the Facebook Live. And if you are on Podbeam, okay, and thank you for being on Podbeam because it adds us hearts. And without your help, this podcast can't get up and going, which I think is a fabulous podcast, not just because I'm doing it, <laughs> but I really believe that the subject on Mondays and Tuesdays, Think and Grow Rich, are very powerful. It's a very powerful subject. On Wednesday, we cover the five-second rule of Mel, Mel Robbins, you know, how to stop procrastination. Like, I really think it's, it has a lot of value. And then Thursdays and Fridays with myself and my, my friend Marie-Pierre, we cover the uh, digital age communication. Okay. And this, by the way, includes your family. So I'll give you an example. You know, uh, do you have a family that someone is responsible for setting the table? Who does another team member? I call them my team members, my family. Do the dishes, who dries the dishes, who puts away the dishes? Like, what is your family like? Are you a solo worker or do you work as a team? Okay. I, I, here's another question. When there is an argument do you add oil on the fire and make it all about you? Hmm? Like women are specialists at that. Okay. They can turn any argument into, oh, I know you don't believe in me. I call it, they do drama or children. Okay. 
again, it's my fault, you know, whatever. Okay, do you add oil on the fire and make it all about you? Okay. Um, here's another question. When you argue, do you need to win at all cost? I have one of those members in my family. She needs to win at all cost. Okay, is that you? Because if that so far you answered one yes to this, amen, you're on the podcast this morning, okay? When you begin asking, do you start in a way that you seem angry already? Okay, guys, we need to talk about this now. Or let's say I, 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 I asked my husband here, we go, women, women, listen. Did you take out the garbage? But we, we see it in an angry, I call it the angry birds of life. Are you, are you an angry bird? Okay. So if you've, if you've answered yes to any of these, okay, I'm happy you're here because today we're going to cover recognizing others and giving credit to other people. Marie-Pierre is going to be covering that in a little bit more details. But before we go to Marie-Pierre, I want to share with you, if you are on Facebook Live, please share. Uh, if you think somebody can benefit from this podcast, if you are on Podbean, please share. If you think somebody can benefit from this podcast, because we're, we're going to say the truth, since COVID-19, the algorithms, without the help of our audience, that you really... Um, enjoy listening to it. We can't grow um, as fast as we could have grown two, three years ago. Now, everything's about an algorithm and everybody wants to monetize social media. And I, run, I wanna make sure we're doing it in a very organic way where you actually say, this brings value to me. So if you care, please share. I always say caring is sharing, right? So thank you for being with us once again. Now, myself, when I was younger, being 67 now, I have a lot more confidence. But when I was younger, I lacked confidence. This was one of the main reasons being young, I had more of a difficult time uh, giving credit to others. I was, I, was, I was feeling like threatened, you know. I, I was feeling that maybe I'm, I was an imposter. So it was very hard to recognize somebody giving a presentation better than me. But as I gained my confidence, now, for those of you that follow me, you know that I am a mentor and a coach and I am a confidence builder because I believe that when men and women are confident, life, it will be beautiful. I always believe that people's lack of confidence creates arguments, creates animosity, creates um, the, the I don't feel good syndrome. Okay. So. Today, if I'm able to recognize in others their strengths, it's simply because I've grown as an individual. So as we grow, we are able to recognize others more and more. So Marie-Pierre, before I finish off this side of the subject with my experience, please share with us, us, a very technical way. And by the way, even if you don't take notes, because I just saw Raluca arriving on her Zoom. Hi, Raluca. Thank you for joining us. Uh, don't worry. All the notes will be in French and in English on the Millionaire of the Diamond. So if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, join. It is a group where together 
we level up together because I find it very hard in a world if you have nobody that levels up in your surrounding and you want to be more successful, you want to live your life of dreams. It's very difficult. So the, the podcast was created in the group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, was created with the mission to have our own group that levels up where we encourage each other and with the vision to build a thousand millionaires in Quebec, Canada. So if you haven't joined, join. This is where you'll find all the documents of today's podcast. So Marie-Pierre, take it away with how to surrender credit effectively to others. And the first thing I want you to do is to realize and rate yourself on where you are now for sharing the credit when, with others to give the credit for others. So I have five sentences, five statements, and I want you to choose the one that it's the most, that describe you the most. So A, it's me who's responsible for overall result. B, as a leader, I deserve most of the credit when we succeed. C, when I let others know that Uh, my employee or my followers deserve credit, I should be mentioned too. D, I'm pretty generous with doling out the acknowledgement, though not always. And E, it's my pleasure to give credit where credit is due and they deserve it. So are you A, B, C, D, or E? So thank you, Arluca. She said he. So it's her pleasure to give the credit where credit is due and the people deserve it. Perfect. If you maybe listen it just for one year and you're not sure, don't worry. I will put the, the, the five step statement on the group, L'Emiliana des Diamants Inspirational Group. So you can reread it and after that, choose and rank yourself where you are now. So no matter if you are maybe not the kind of person that is willing to share the credit now, I will give you some tips to help you and to understand why you should give the credit to others. So we have three main reasons why we should let the uh, other take the credit. First, that it shows gratitude. So leadership is about giving. So great leaders understand that leading others involves serving their followers as best as possible at all times. So yes, we will give the credit to others just simply to show gratitude. And gratitude is an essential ingredient in building faith and loyalty. Oh, boy, boy. <laughs> loyalty. Okay, you understand me? <laughs> weird in my mouth <laughs> it's okay so loyalty in the leader and great leaders are not interested in personal uh, accolade as much as the the well-being of their followers and their overall mission so they express their gratitude to their followers whenever they can so great leaders give credit as much as possible because it shows gratitude the second reason why we should let others take the credit because it will motivate them so we are all social creator <laughs> okay it's funny this morning 
Maria didn't know exactly what I was doing, some research on the subject. And <laughs> they are talking about the Pavlov dog. So as social creatures, we are much more craving of praises than Pavlov dog was for food. And I didn't know that we're friends. <laughs> Maria didn't know that I did the research. And she talked to me about Pavlov dog this morning. <laughs> so <laughs> it's really funny. So if you are someone like me that don't know who is the Pavlov dog. <laughs> Maria, can you explain uh, rapidly what is the, um, the Pavlov dog and food? Now, if I, I listen, I'm 57. I learned this at 17 years old in psychology 101, right? Pavlov's dog. And that's where we also learn Maslow's pyramid. So Pavlov's dog is a conditioning, right? So here's the dog, here's the bell. And, and Raluca, uh, just nod if I'm saying it okay, okay? She's my scientist here. She's with the one with the doctor. It's agreed. So his experiment was this. It, it was based on the conditioning of, of a human being. So when the dog heard the bell, he would go to the food, but the, he, he would get electrocuted, like just a mild, like I don't want it to sound like we hurt the dog here. So the dog would walk away. And this was done repetitively until there was no more food in the cage. So now he was conditioned that the bell meant the food was there. So even if the food wasn't there, he would start saliving as if the food was there. It's, it's called programming, auto-programming ourselves. So that explains that we can program, by the way, ourselves to do and be anything we want to, provided we're in the right environment and with the right conditioning. And I'm just going to do a little, you know, sales pitch because that's <laughs> I love to sell. You know, the millionaire of the diamonds, remember the group is free and um, provide you the right environment. And then we have the conditioning, which I'm doing right now, one in English, that provides me to recondition myself for success. This is the key. So I'm looking at Raluca. Is that a good explanation rapidly? Maria's way, thank you. <laughs> so just like the dog was craving for food, we are um, craving for praises. So the more we praise, we, the more praises we get, the better it feels. So we know that it will motivate someone else to just want more praises and more praises. So that's one reason you should give the credit to others. And the last one best reason, it's scalable. That means that it's not always the same person in front of everyone. So, yes, just like celebrities, one day you can say, oh, that's the best singer of all time. And tomorrow it's not the same person. So it's always changing and it's the same thing about giving credit to others. So it's always someone new and in front of everyone. And yes, it will motivate them to want to be that person in front of everyone. So give the credit when it's due. So how you can do it? Okay. <laughs> the first is just do it with your heart. If you are not someone that is willing to give the credit naturally, don't worry. Just do it with your heart and the people will know that it's really what you want to say. Yes, there are some leaders that know that it's good to give credit so they will 
do it only to announce to everyone, yes, I'm giving credit to others and maybe to be recognized for and not just to do it with their heart. So just do it. And when it comes from your heart, yes, the people will know that it's really something that you feel. The second is to react when someone else uh, will maybe recognize you for something and you didn't do it by yourself, react. So say, oh, thank you, but it's the work of everyone and say their name. If it's an email, reply, but add some of the people that help you. If it's on social media, tag everyone that helps you. The people love to see their name. So react to those kind of recognition that you have. So yes, they will be recognized at that point too. Number three is to be proactive. So don't wait to be recognized to recognize your people, but be the one to just say out loud, yes, and the, that people, that people, that people, that person helped me and yes, tag them if it's on social media. If you can put their picture with it, yes, it will be something uh, super great for them. Number four, ask someone else to give the credit or to recognize them. Because just like, I think it's yesterday we talked about that in the podcast, when it's something that you always say, it's like the kids with their mom. Yes, you can say the same thing over and over and over again, but when it's come from someone else, maybe the dad instead of the mom, oh, it's now something new. <laughs> so ask someone else with the, that kind of figure, the the boss figure maybe in your work or the leader uh, up, you're applying to just recognize them just because it's someone else that will give the credit to yes it will uh, help to it's uh, really sense it number five it's to if you are recognized maybe on a public stage okay maybe zoom <laughs> Don't, uh, don't be shy to say that it's really a teamwork and everyone that helps you for all the hard work. And number six, on social media. Because we are all like a big family here <laughs> and we love to share our idea. But when you take something from someone and you want to post it for yourself, maybe tell where it's coming from because I saw someone taking a picture and the text from someone and say oh it's a great idea and copy paste but the text doesn't fit the person she doesn't have kids she say oh I did it with my son blah, 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 blah. and the picture is someone else's kitchen <laughs> so, for everyone that knows you they know that it's not really authentic so maybe if you say oh wow i love that kind of post yes you can do a copy paste but tag the person oh i love that i saw that on facebook it's one of my colleagues that post that and i wanted to share with you that kind of inspiration that i love and maybe tag the person where you come and uh, you take it from because 
you don't know, maybe you will work in co collaboration with that person soon if you tag them so they know that you appreciate their content on social media and maybe they will want to work with you. So that's the sixth way to uh, give credit to others. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. And once again, join the group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. It's free. It, we're building a community. I think now we're a thousand something. It's not much, but it's not a long time. We've started the group and we want to build it organically. So when we go live or we feel like sharing something, we, we won't be judged because, you know, social media is a very um, oh, a vicious place right now where people take... Um, um, very easily, there we go, very easily, uh, they can criticize something or somebody and then you can be brought to never express yourself again when it should be a platform where we can all grow together as a community. So that's the goal of the Millionaire of the Diamonds. Remember, without you sharing, uh, there is no way we can grow this incredible broadcast, which I believe brings a lot of value to everybody out there that's in a leadership position. And remember, if you're a mom or a dad, you're in a leadership position. If you're an aunt or an uncle, you're in a leadership position. Uh, my close for you is this, okay? So as a leader, mom, mentor, coach, in my multi-level marketing, I always ask for their goals first. My children, I did the same thing. What are your goals? Where do you see, what kind of, where do you see yourself when you're older? What kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Because that's the first step we need to do. What are their goals? Not my goals. What are your goals? So I don't care the leadership position. It's all about them. My husband, everybody. What is your goal? By them sharing their goals, now am, I am in a very unique opportunity to see how I can help them achieve their goal. So as a parent, I help them achieve their goal by putting them in sports because now I, I really believe by um, physically getting them active, they would have more concentration at school, in my work, in my multi-level marketing, by working with their goals. I always say, if you take care of your people, your people will take care of your business. Brownie Wise, the founder of our company, that's what she always said. And we keep saying, build the people and the people will build your business. We want, as leaders, uh, share the stage with everybody. I always say, stop being the big dog. The same thing with our family. You know, I sit down for supper every Saturday night. It's family supper. Take the time to recognize everybody that contributed. For those that follow me, you know that all my stories are about me and my family Saturday night. It's my way of recognizing them. So share the stage. Let them own the presentation. Let them own the live. You know, Mohammed was so funny Sunday morning when I said to him, uh, tonight, what do you want me to cook? And he goes, I just want peace. I just want peace. Like I make him own his own part of what I call my own personal reality show. So make them own the presentation. One of my recommendations is this. If you're going to delegate something to a family member, or if you're in a position of leadership at work, like my son is in leadership position, or if you're in a multi-level business, or you're an entrepreneur, when you delegate something, okay, Trust them to use their creative imagination to bring something to the table that you would never have imagined. Now, for all of you 
that are being delegated something. If you want to kick it up a notch now, okay? So as a leader, I delegate to Marie-Pierre this presentation, okay? Now, if Marie-Pierre wants to kick it up a notch, once her presentation is entirely prepared, revise it with your mentor or your coach or the person who delegated the work. Now, as a great leader, I would never, ever tell Marie-Pierre what's not good about her presentation. We call this recognize what you want to emphasize, right? Recognize what you want to emphasize. If you, you on the other hand, want to kick it up a notch, if you want to kick it up a notch, I'm just going to repeat one more time, revise the final presentation with your mentor. My children have seen me doing this. The three are very successful. Yasmin still today, she's studying for a bar exam. She'll pre prepare a presentation and then she takes a um, rendezvous with her teacher to revise her presentation because you want to continue being mentored. And once again, I repeat, for those that are in, in a leadership position, my job is just to listen to you and say, wow, Marie-Pierre, this is great. Wow, this is great. And anything that, according to me, I wouldn't have done it that way, I would never, ever say it because there's not only one way to get to Rome. Many roads lead to Rome. And I'm telling you, today, 90% of what I learned comes from the new people in different ways, they bring something to the table in their presentation. So allow the flexibility to do it in a different way. I have a, a, a cute story. Mohammed he shares with me how his father was a control freak. And, and obviously with reason, because, you know, he, he has 22 sons and daughters, right? So, I mean, if you don't have an iron how do you want to manage a household with 22 sons and daughters where there's only one person bringing money in the house? But he shared with me that once he said to his dad, dad, if every time you ask me to do something I, that you keep telling me I have to do it your way, when will I be able to use my mind? And it always stuck to me what, what Mohammed said. I understand Mohammed's dad, God bless him, he passed away. I understand Mohammed's dad because he had such a big family. But really, let's ask ourselves, you know, when will we allow other people to share their deepest thoughts if we always tell them what to do? Who wants to have a family that doesn't need us to be successful? Me, okay? Who wants to have a sales force that doesn't need us to be successful? I think everyone. We need to give them that flex flexibility. So whether you're moms, dads, entrepreneurs, multi-level marketing, empower others by allowing them to be the big dog, okay? To be the big dog. I, I love the story in the book, and I I'm going to close off with that when it says the story of the Sea of Gal Galilee and the Dead Sea. He says, what's the difference between the two seas? The Sea of Galilee is full of fish, so it gives to the people. It, it's very giving. The Dead Sea gives nothing. So if you want to be successful, 
make sure you give to the people, you recognize the people and not recognize the people so you can be recognized that you are recognizing. I know it's very hard for me to explain, but sometimes people are recognizing others because they're playing the martyr card, I call it. Okay, I, I, I don't know if you quite understand what I'm trying to say. You know, the, the kind of person that recognizes so that they can be recognized that they're recognizing. Ooh, that's a lot of recognizing in the same sentence, but I know you understand me. So how do you detect fake recognizers? <laughs> There's my, my word, okay? Over-exaggeration. Over-exaggeration. You know, Marie-Pierre, I'm going to recognize you. Your presentation was great. You delivered it with excellence. And I learned this. You know, recognition is based on three, three points. Anything over and above three points is exaggeration. And it's a martyr. It, you're just playing the martyr. Okay. Or how do you recognize face, fake recognition? Oh, Marie-Pierre, you are fabulous. Oh, Raluca, you were fabulous. Oh, Liz, you were, I'm always using the same adjectives. Okay, this is not profound recognition. So leaving you off with that today, join us tomorrow for the closing of how to give others credit with reciprocity. Oh, I hope I pronounced it right. Whatever, just join us, you'll understand. And once again, if you enjoyed, please share. Love you guys. God willing, we'll see each other tomorrow morning. Off to the French podcast. Bye, Joan. Thank you, my love. Bye, Anna. Have a great day in school. Ciao. Put my gang off.